Good morning. Welcome back to Strength and Struggle Podcast. This is your host, Janelle Petrosino, and I am heartbroken. I literally am sitting in my car recording this podcast, hiding from my children. My mom came over to watch them, and I just recorded for like 15 minutes, and it wasn't recording. (laughs) Only me. Only me. So we're going to keep it positive. We're going to dive right in today because... Lord knows that this woman's going to be knocking on the door screaming for me to come back in because my kids are wild today. Um, I'm recording this on Friday. This won't air live until Sunday, so you get it. But um, I just think it's funny that I have to sit in my car because this is just the real, real. I am not one of those professional podcasters that have this awesome, sweet office with a really perfect little microphone. No, no, I'm hiding in my car with my heated seats on and looking at the beautiful weeds that I have to pull out of my side and front lawn. Anyway, I am excited to just reiterate what I just poured my heart into the last 15 minutes. Um, I warmed myself up. So I am just basically going to dive right in. I am here today to talk to you about the growing pains, growing pains in life. I'm going to keep this podcast short and sweet this episode because I think that you'll get the gist right away. Um, But I want to talk to you about the growing pains and how it's so important to embrace them. We all go through growing pains in our life when we're struggling. And I know that every single person listening here is struggling with something right now. 2020 is a year for the books. I've said it numerous times and I think it's just so important to learn how to embrace the growing pains that are essentially going to make us strong and resilient and bring us to where we want to go in our life. And I've learned how important the growing pains are in many different instances of my own story that I'm going to just share and highlight with you a little bit today to give you something to think about for the week ahead. Um, But I want to bring you back to the analogy of growing pains when we're a kid, right? I'm sure you remember laying in your bed at night, wiggling around, calling for your parent because um, your legs hurt or your arms were sore. And I just remember having growing pains all throughout childhood and I had them pretty bad. Um, and I remember my mom would come in with a heating pad and a blanket and some warm milk, bless her heart. And it would make me feel a little bit better until the next night that I had growing pains. And I just remember being so uncomfortable, but I had to embrace and we, you, all of us had to embrace those growing pains because we were physically and literally growing. Like without those growing pains, we would have never grown into who we are today. We would have never grown, grown strong and resilient bones. We would have never grown in height and we would have never, you know, become who we are. And so those growing pains are, were and are essential to our physical growth. But when it comes to life, there are so many different growing pains that come in into play that are important for our spiritual and our emotional growth. And I just know so many times it's easy to turn around and try to run away from the pain that you're feeling and kind of hide away from it and and not deal with things, not deal with your grief, not deal deal with your fear because it's just uncomfortable. But I want to remind you today that those things that make you uncomfortable are the things that you really need to lean into and embrace in order to get to where you want to go. So I experienced this numerous times in my journey and I learned every single time that the growing pains were essential for me. And I now am the type of person that when I am struck with a struggle and I'm facing like discomfort 
right in the eyes. <laughs> Instead of running away, I just tiptoe a little bit closer and a little bit closer. And I tell myself that this discomfort, this growing pain is important and it is it is necessary for me to work through this struggle. And so I'm going to highlight just a couple of pieces of my story quick to show you how the growing pains and when I really learned to embrace them and run toward them and and just not try to change them that everything fell into place for me and it still continues to now in my everyday life. So I want to bring you back to my infertility journey. For those of you that haven't listened to any of the other episodes, just to give you a small, small recap, I had my daughter in 2012 and never got my cycle back after I had her and didn't get it back for about five and a half years. And it was a devastating time in my life with my husband. Of course, he was devastated and we just wanted to grow our family. And we were so confused and frustrated because I had already obviously had a kid and I didn't understand why my body was so broken. And I was just faced with so much heartache and pain every single day when I woke up at the reality that I still wasn't pregnant, that I still got a negative test, that I still had no answers from any doctors. Nobody knew what was wrong with me. No one knew what was going on. And it was a really painful time. And I just remember so often I would wake up telling myself that I was ready to give up because it was too painful. It was too much to handle. And I was just a like walking, anxious, stressed out ball of depression. Like I was just really wasting a lot of time that I could have been focusing on Ava, my daughter, like focused on what I didn't have. And I needed to like understand at that point that, you know, I was blessed. And if we didn't have more children, you know, that was, that was okay. I was trying to convince myself of that, but truly deep down in my heart, I knew that I wanted her to have a sibling. I'm an only child. And though there are really amazing things about being an only child, I always told myself that I wanted so badly for my kids to have siblings because I wanted to have someone to tell secrets to and chase around in the backyard and um, have as a companion later in life. And so I was determined and I just kept telling myself, okay, you know what? I'm going to, by the time it was time to go to bed every day, I would say, I'm going to try another day. And it was painful every time. And I could have ran away and I could have given up my dream of giving my daughter a sibling and being a mom again. And and it was really something that was the best experience that I, I had ever had. And I wanted to experience it again. And I so badly wanted to give up so many times, literal tears on my bathroom floor, begging God to give me some kind of sign as to why I what what to do or why this was happening to me. Um, but I kept showing up and every single time I showed up and leaned in and embraced that pain, I grew a little and I learned a little more about myself and about my body and about my journey and about my infertility. And eventually I was led to the doctor that put it all together, put all the pieces to my puzzle together and helped me to figure out why I was not getting pregnant after five and a half years of growing pains. And let me backtrack a little bit and saying that those growing pains now looking back were so essential because I learned so much about myself during that time. And I actually grew into the type of person that could handle the blessing that was coming for me. 
Um, so I leaned into my faith during that five and a half years. I grew a successful business that allowed me to stay at home. Um, I got confident again. I got my health and fitness in order and I became just this really strong, resilient version of myself that I never knew I had in me. And it was a result of showing up on the hard days and embracing my growing pains. And so when I finally was diagnosed with celiac disease, the cycle happened all over again. I was basically told by this doctor, hey, you can get pregnant if you listen to this and if you listen to me and if you follow what I say. And basically he told me that I had to eliminate gluten from my life forever and he believed that it would regulate my body. I would heal from the inside out and I'd be able to get my cycle back and be able to get pregnant naturally. And at that time, it was a whole new series of growing pains because I didn't know if this guy knew what he was talking about. I didn't, I couldn't even imagine a life without gluten for a week, let alone, you know, the rest of my days. And it was a really hard and emotional time. Um, Obviously, when you're going through infertility, there's a lot of emotions and I'm an emotional eater. So it was even 10 times scarier to think like, oh, get rid of my comfort food too. This is really painful. This is really awesome. You know, and I was really going through a hard time. And I just kept telling myself, okay, what do I have to lose? Like, do I want to just half ass this journey or do I really want to have another baby? Like, if I want to have another baby, my only option is to embrace the growing pains because if I just sit here and stay comfortable, then nothing in my life is going to change and my circumstances are going to stay the same. And so what I did was I went cold turkey 110 percent gluten-free. I deglutenized my house. My husband hopped on board. I said no thank you at dinner parties and I stopped going out to eat until I got everything under control and I went 110 percent in. And gosh, it was painful. There were growing pains. There were times that my friends were eating the pizza that I loved so much right in front of me or I felt like an ass at a family get-together bringing my own food. There were so many times that it was just so uncomfortable and those growing pains were swallowing me whole. But instead of giving into them, I just stood a little longer and embraced them. And guess what happened? That doctor was right. I went 110% gluten-free. I did the hard work, but he was the one that told me that if I followed what he said, that I would get pregnant again. And after a year and one month of going gluten-free, my body got pregnant on its own with my little sweet miracle boy, Polly John. And I get very emotional thinking about it because, whew, I'm sorry. There were so many times, you guys, in that five and a half years that I literally did not believe with one ounce of my body that it was possible for me to get pregnant again. But I just kept I kept showing up and I kept digging a little deeper and it breaks my heart because I know so many people that are going through a similar struggle that are willing to give up that easy. They're willing to just say, I guess I'm not meant to, you know, fill in the blank. Maybe it's not necessarily infertility, but something that they want so bad that they are willing to lose tears over it every night before they go to bed. But then when they wake up in the morning, they're not willing to embrace the growing pains. The growing pains are necessary. The only way that you are able to handle 
the the blessings in your life is when you're willing to embrace the hard. And in that time and in that process, I became the healthiest, most confident, um, faith-driven person that I've ever even known in myself. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. And guess what? Everything turned out the way it was supposed to. If I had gotten pregnant on my time, my way, the way that I wanted it to unfold back then, I would have never had Polly John. And let me tell you guys, like that little boy was made for me. He was made for me, literally. He is my like, he is my little sweet reminder every day that anything is possible and his smile is enough to light up the world he is just everything and I wouldn't trade him for another five years if I had to wait another five years of growing pains he was worth it I would do it in a heartbeat and then you know after him came my miscarriage 17 months postpartum I got pregnant uh with my angel baby and at eight weeks two days pregnant I started bleeding and I'm sorry if that's a trigger trigger warning I'm going to talk about miscarriage for just a second here so if that's something you don't want to listen to feel free to um, fast forward but it was another set of growing pains you guys like I wanted to completely just stop operating when I was having my miscarriage. I was literally like, what is going on right now? This is so unfair. Like I overcame infertility. What is my body broken again? I want to have another baby, you know, side note, I really just wanted to have a big family. And I just loved, I just love making babies with my husband. Like I just, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I just love my husband and our children so much. And it's like, the most amazing feeling in the world when you bring a child into the world in love like it is just the most overwhelmingly beautiful experience and if it were up to me I would have as many babies as I could with him obviously this day and age it's you can't do that but we wanted three so um I I just wanted to crumble and again like at that time you know I had a very traumatic miscarriage it was it, it resulted in two surgeries, hospitalization numerous times. It was traumatic and it was painful physically and emotionally. Very, very painful. But I knew that I wanted to have another baby. And so, you know what? Another set of growing pains in the process of getting pregnant. It took me three months. So obviously for those first three months of getting negative tests again, it brought me back to a very dark place like I was in my infertility journey. And then eventually when I did get pregnant with Vincent, um, oh my gosh, the growing pains of having to trust in my God and trust in my body and not allow my anxiety of losing that pregnancy to overcome me. Uh, one of the hardest set of growing pains I've ever had to embrace just in the moment of like being worried and wondering, oh my gosh, did the baby kick or did I lose my nauseousness, um, symptom? Is that, what's that mean? Should I get an ultrasound? Should I get blah, 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 blah. like all of the craziness going on in my head? I had to remind myself in the moment, nope, you got to let go of the anxiety, surrender it to, to the universe or whoever your higher power is and just keep going one foot in front of the other. And it was a very painful pregnancy. And I don't mean physically, it was a mentally painful pregnancy because I was in my own head and I was just really, really 
just forced to grow through that pain of loss that I had experienced a couple months prior. And I'm so freaking glad that I did because I stayed very healthy in my pregnancy. I ate very healthy. I continued working out. I was very, very cautious of taking care of myself so that everything went well. And I ended up having an amazing labor and delivery to an amazing other little blessing. And now I'm going to get choked up again. Vincent Thomas also just as much as my other two, was made in heaven for me and had everything else just happen the way that I wanted it to in that moment, I would have never met him. I would have never met him and Ava would have never had her Polly John and Vinnie Thomas and just everything turned out for the better. And in in that time, I would have, you know, I would have said, I will do anything to change my circumstances, but those growing pains, they were essential. They made me a person that could handle the trials and tribulations of life. I can now say that I am a survivor of infertility, going gluten-free, which is very freaking hard, like I say, Um, very hard. And we are super blessed these days to have places like Wegmans Grocery and other places that specifically label gluten-free foods because it's it, a couple years ago no one knew what had gluten in it and one, what didn't so I'm so grateful for that and then I survived a traumatic miscarriage and was able to carry another baby after that like all of those things are things that I earned through leaning in and embracing the pain and not running away in the other direction and staying comfortable and so whatever it is that you're going through it doesn't matter if you can actually resonate with the exact replica of my story you're going through something right now that is painful and you're thinking about running away and I am just here to remind you that you need to lean in you need to walk toward that fear and that struggle and keep putting one foot in front of the other and doing the best that you can each day that's all you can do but that that pain that you feel right now that means that you are showing up in your life and that means that you, it, it is a reminder that you are resilient. You are a warrior. Like you're facing the growing pains of life and you're not backing down. Do you know what that says about you? It says that you are just so worthy of w- what that thing is that you desire. And honestly, I can honestly say that when you work hard for something, there is just something 10 times more rewarding, you know? And I learned throughout that five years and throughout this whole past experience that time is going to pass anyway. And if you, if you have the ability to give it your all, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I go gluten-free? If my doctor told me that that would help me to get pregnant, why wouldn't I do it? If somebody told me that, you know, if I eliminated the stressful trigger from my life that I would no longer have panic attacks. I'm not speaking about myself personally. I'm just giving you a, a an example. Why wouldn't you eliminate that trigger? Like just because it's painful and hard in the moment doesn't mean that it's going to be forever. The things that you are avoiding because of the discomfort are the things that eventually if you continue facing them will become easy and second nature and a part of who you are in your story. Those are the building blocks of your strength. And so today I just want to leave you with this. Grow. Don't be afraid to grow. Growing is always going to be painful, but it is also just as much equally going to be rewarding. And everything that you want is on the other side of that 
of that growth and of that pain and of that struggle. And every single time that you feel like you can't do it, remember that you went through it as a, as a kid physically. Remember, I went through it. Use my story as your inspiration. I literally was told by sex doctors that I would never get pregnant without any treatment um, from a fertility doctor. And I was able to do it. I was able to have two more children because I just continued to advocate for myself and putting one foot in front of the other. And I didn't deny my growing pains. I embraced them and I allowed them to fuel me forward and help me to step into my greatness. And so today I encourage and challenge you to step up to that plate, look at dead in the eye, look at that struggle or that fear that you have and say, I'm here for it and give it your all. And eventually, even if you don't reach that desired moment, you know, that you, that you're striving for, you will become better in the process. And that's a promise. I'm going to stop myself because I'm getting all fiery and sweaty and passionate. And I can honestly talk on here for hours. And I know that most of you don't have that long to listen to me. So I'm going to stop, but yeah, those growing pains are essential. So I hope that this encourages you to lean in the next time that something gets uncomfortable instead of running in the other direction. Um, I appreciate you being here as always. And please, if this spoke to you, let me know, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how this resonated as always. Also, if you could also subscribe or, um, if you want to tag me and, share this podcast with a friend on social media or on your stories or something that would mean the world to me. I just want to get my word out so that if somebody else can really relate to it, that they can hear that they're not alone. Um, have a great week ahead and I will see you for next week's episode.